Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here we go. It's great to have you in. We are absolutely packed today here on a Monday. On the Landry Football Podcast Network, this is Guido's Gridiron Blitz. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It is great to have you in. Um, plenty of stuff to hit on today. Uh, we'll touch on the Carolina Panthers are apparently ready to make an incredible offer to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. Uh, we'll touch on that in about 15 minutes. Um, towards the end of the show today, about 45 minutes from now, I'm going to discuss the five teams in order that need Deshaun Watson the most as their quarterback um, if they were to trade for him. So plenty of stuff to hit on today. But first, I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. Uh, What we've done is we've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those. You sign up and you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Uh, okay. Plenty of stuff to hit on today. Uh, I'm also going to put incredible pressure on the Dallas Cowboys in about a half an hour. So uh, I do want to begin today with this Uh, reports coming out. Ian Rappaport saying that the New York Jets are going to evaluate the 2021 quarterback class, the 2021 quarterback draft class, before they make a decision on Sam Darnold, they're going to go through the entire process and then they're going to say they're going to make a decision on whether or not they want to keep Sam Darnold or not. Um, from an optics standpoint, and for how the rest of the league is going to look at this, they're playing this the exact right way because they're not fully committing to Sam, but they're not necessarily moving off of Sam. They're not destroying his value. They are not doing what the Philadelphia Eagles did. Everybody and their mother knew that the Eagles were going to move off of Carson Wentz, and it absolutely killed his value. They got a third-round pick for him. Uh, Sam Darnold still has some trade value if they do want to end up trading him for something, second-round pick, something something along those lines. Um, And here's the other possibility here. They could stick with Sam Darnold, obviously, if they realize that, you know what, Eh, we evaluated Zach, they're not going to get Trevor Lawrence, they they evaluated Zach Wilson out of BYU, they evaluated Justin Fields, they took a look at Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, I mean, we just don't see that much of an upgrade, it might be a little bit of an upgrade, but not enough to make us spend the number two pick on a quarterback, Um, that's something that the Jets have to figure out also, okay, the Jets have to figure out They have to be certain that if they are going to take a quarterback at number two, 
that he is without question better than Sam Darnold. And not just that he's better than Sam Darnold. He's got to be better than Sam Darnold on day one. It can't be a developmental plan. If you are going to convince the Jets fan base that you are going to use the number two pick on a quarterback, despite the fact that you used the number three pick on a quarterback in uh, 2018, moving off of that guy, you have to automatically improve without question. He's got to start, and he's got to be pretty good. So you have to be certain that the guy that you're taking is going to be that guy. And there is an argument to be had that Sam Darnold is just a better player than all three of those guys, meaning Wilson, Fields, and Lance. There is an argument to be had. Now, again, you have to keep this in mind. The Jets have a new coaching staff. Robert Sala just got hired. He might look at Sam Darnold and say, you know what? Three years in the NFL, he's turned the ball over 15 times, 13 times, 11 times. He's never played a full season. Ah, He's got a career quarterback rating of 78.6, which is not good. 10 points below average, by the way. He's 13 and 25 in his career in the NFL. I understand that it was bad coaching, and maybe I can fix that. But is it too late? Is he irredeemable? Is it too late to try to fix him? Of course, they're going to re- they're going to evaluate that. Now, I want to make clear my point on what the Jets should do with this. Okay, I have said on numerous occasions that the New York Jets should keep Sam Darnold. They should pass on a quarterback at number two, and they should roll the dice with Sam Darnold. They need to trade that number two pick for as much as they can because they are not in a position to need the number two pick. And this is one of those draft classes where there isn't really a top-flight prospect outside of the quarterback position, okay? There are a lot of good players. I think Jamar Chase, the wide receiver out of LSU, is a special player. He's going to be an amazing wide receiver in the NFL, okay? Kyle Pitts out of Florida, the tight end, is an offensive weapon coming out of the draft. That is just rare. He's unbelievable. But do they warrant the number two pick? Do they warrant that? I don't know. There isn't a special pass rusher. There's no Chase Young in this year's draft. Okay, there's no Jeff Okuda in this year's draft. There just isn't. So, the Jets should find a way to move back and see what they can do with that. Um, So, look, there's a lot of rumors going around with the Jets. There's a lot of rumors going around. They're interested in Deshaun Watson. Right, They're going to look at every quarterback in this year's draft and say, ah, is he better than Sam Darnold? Okay, here's really the, 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 the certain, here's really my certainty with, with this, is that by the end of this process, the Jets are still going to be guessing. They're still going to be guessing. Okay, the number two pick is a valuable asset. And there are going to be teams that want it, okay? You are not going to tell me that if the Carolina Panthers do not get Deshaun Watson, they are going to be on the phone every day with the New York Jets trying to get the number two pick because they're going to want Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or one of those guys. They want to fill that hole, okay? I think the Denver Broncos could be interested in the number two pick. I think the Atlanta Falcons could be interested in the number two pick. To be honest with you, I think the Houston Texans could be interested in the number two pick. Any of these teams that are close enough up there that could that that want a quarterback are going to be calling the New York Jets. They will have suitors. It is a valuable pick. It is a valuable asset to have. Is the quarterback that they draft going to be worthy of that asset? Okay, like how much better because they have to view it like this and jet fans should view it like this also 
when or if, I'll, I'll say this, if the Jets draft a quarterback at number two, okay, you have to evaluate, okay, well, we did also just lose out on not only a non-quarterback that we could have taken to help out our current quarterback at number two, we, we lost that opportunity, but we also lost the opportunity of getting two first round picks, a couple of seconds, like what you could have gotten for the number two, like you have to evaluate whether or not, the, I mean, the quarterback the Jets have to, uh, are would be potentially taking at number two has to be better than all of than It has to be better than Sam Darnold. He has to be better than whatever player you'd have to take at number two. And it has to be better than what you could possibly get back in a trade. There's a, I mean, the high expectation. Forget about him being better than Sam Darnold, because that's a given. But do you think that Zach Wilson out of BYU, and there are a lot of people in the NFL that love Zach Wilson. Okay, this year, Zach Wilson really turned himself into an NFL prospect. 73.5% completion percentage, 33 touchdowns, three interceptions at BYU. Okay, I mean, the guy was... Playing in the uh, <laughs> the guy was playing at BYU. It's not like he's playing superstar NFL players, but he didn't play well in 12 games, right? He got good size, 6'3. They call him Baby Mahomes because he's got that slingy arm. There are a lot of people that like Zach Wilson, but is Zach Wilson better than all of the assets that you could get from the number two pick? Is he? Is he better than Sam? He might be. Okay, I like Zach Wilson a little bit more than Sam Darnold as a prospect. But that doesn't mean that it's the smart move to take him because it isn't that simple. Okay, is think about what you'd get if you traded Sam Darnold. Okay, you're going to get a a second round pick, a third round pick. Like okay, that could be helpful, but it, it's nothing special. Okay, potentially you get a a slot corner or a, like like you're getting whatever with that. But if you trade that number 2 pick, you are going to you're going to be setting up this team with assets for years. Okay, the Jets have five first round picks. In the next three years, they've got two this year. They have one next year and they have two the year after that. The Jets have assets. Imagine if they were to trade the number two pick, get even more. Imagine what you could surround Sam Darnold with, with all of those picks, the picks you already have and the ones that you get for the number two pick. Is Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Enough to sacrifice all that. Are they good enough to be thrown into a situation with a new coach who you have no idea who can, uh, you have no idea he can coach, where there's not a lot of weapons, your running game is non-existent, you have a bad offensive line, you're one of the more dysfunctional organizations in the league. Hopefully, Joe Douglas, the GM, is fixing that. But do you really want to throw another young quarterback in that situation? You got to keep in mind, in 2018, Sam Darnold was the second quarterback taken in that draft. Sam Darnold was a lot of people's QB1. Sam Darnold was really good in college. Coming out of USC, he was a really good player. There were a lot of people speculating that the Browns were going to take him with the number one pick. And of course, they took Baker Mayfield, but Sam Darnold, there were people that said Sam Darnold's better than Josh Allen. He's better than Josh Rosen. He's better than Lamar Jackson. Like, he was better than those guys. I, Sam Darnold was a really good player. It's not like they took a second or took him with a second or a third round pick, and it just so happens that he wasn't bad for the last three years. Like, no. Sam Darnold was a top flight prospect, too. And we all know the reason why he hasn't succeeded. And we can pretty much universally all agree that it wasn't necessarily Sam Darnold's fault. Okay, the GM was, before Joe Douglas, the GM, Mike McCagnan, was terrible. We all understand that the coach, 
that he dealt with for the last two years, Adam Gase, was an absolute joke, has no business being a coach in the NFL. The weapons, the offensive line, the running game, it was all non-existent. I mean, everybody can admit, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you, Sam Darnold was given absolutely nothing with the Jets. You want to talk about bad situations. The situation that Sam Darnold was in defined it. Defined it. And it's not like he's looked looked like an absolute mess. He's shown you signs of brilliance. He's shown you a crazy throw, escaping pressure, making a great decision. Okay, does he turn the ball over a little bit too much? Yeah, probably. But I will say this, his turnovers from his rookie year to this year have declined every year. Sam Darnold threw 15 picks in 2018, 13 picks last year, and in 2020, this past year, he threw 11. I mean, his turnovers are, he still turns the ball over too much, but they are going down, and that's with bad coaching. I think we can all pretty much universally agree that it's a safe bet that Robert Sala is a better coach than Adam Gase. Sam Darnold is bound to improve. He's bound to improve. And again, if you imagine if Carolina trades up to number two, you get the number eight pick, you get a bunch of assets, right? You get get a bunch of that stuff. You take one of those superstar wide receivers. You take Jamar Chase at LSU. Imagine you get the Heisman winner. You get Devontae Smith. You get Jalen Waddell. Maybe you go get Kyle Pitts, the crazy tight end. Like You've got options. You can surround Sam Darnold with a plethora of talent. And I think that is worth more than some other young quarterback that you could take at number two. Because I don't think that that young quarterback could ever be, and again, unless he's Aaron Rodgers, right? The guy's got to be Will, Russell Wilson or Mahomes. Like he's he's got to be incredible. The guy just can't be good. He has to be incredible to be able to be more worth more than Sam Darnold, than whoever you could take at number two, and all of the assets you can get by trading number two. He has to be collectively better than all of that. It's a lot of pressure, and I'm not sure that's an obtainable thing because that's a lot of assets. And keep in mind, too, We're talking about the Jets. When was the last time the Jets really nailed a decision? Right? It was only recently where they were like the Jamal Adams trade was a great trade. It was a great trade. But before all of that, I mean, when was the last time you really felt good about a decision the Jets made? They're just not an organization that notoriously makes good decisions. I think a good decision would be trade back, pass on the quarterback, stick with Sam Darnold, and flood this team with incredibly good, young, talented players all over the field. Defense, offense, doesn't matter. Build an offensive line. Give them 70 wide receivers. Okay, get a special pass rusher. Like, go all out and try to make Sam Darnold work. I think that's the way to go here. Uh, okay. Um, let us move on to this. So speaking of trading for quarterbacks, um, it has come out this past weekend that the Carolina – and the, the Panthers are being very vocal about this. The Carolina Panthers want Deshaun Watson probably more than any other team. They are – letting guys go. I mean, they're cutting guys that to create cap space for a potential Deshaun Watson trade. It's not like they traded for Deshaun Watson and then they're cutting guys to create space. They're cutting guys already. They are really showing their commitment to this. Like, they need Deshaun Watson in their mind. Now, here's the thing. The rumor for Carolina to get Deshaun Watson, I think is an absolute overpay. It is. It's like three first round picks and Christian McCaffrey. 
I mean, that's absurd. <laughs> okay? That's absurd. We understand that first-round picks are almost as valuable as anything in the NFL. And did we forget how good Christian McCaffrey is at football? <laughs> that guy might be the NFL's all-around best offensive weapon. Remember when we were all freaking out about how good Le'Veon Bell was in Pittsburgh? You know, like right when he was holding out, we were just like, this guy's not even a running back. He's just a pure offensive weapon because the guy catches as many balls as he as he carries. Like, it's unbelievable. I'm like, look, Christian McCaffrey is that guy, and he might even be better. Christian McCaffrey, I think, might be a better running back than Le'Veon Bell. He's definitely a better pass catcher than Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's ridiculous. If the Carolina, I'm I'm telling you right now, if the Houston Texans were to get an offer like that from Carolina, like three first round picks in Christian McCaffrey, they should jump on that offer, jump on it. And I understand that separating from Deshaun Watson and a player of that caliber is really, really hard, but (laughs) look. Deshaun Watson wants nothing to do with the Houston Texans. He wants nothing to do with that organization. And three first-round picks a lot. (laughs) And Christian McCaffrey is really, really good and can help you out in a multitude of ways going forward. I think it's a mistake, truthfully, for Carolina. I think it's a mistake. I mean... Could you imagine the Carolina Panthers came in third last year in the NFC West, uh, uh, in the NFC South? They should have come in last. Okay, I think the Atlanta Falcons are better than them. The Atlanta Falcons' defense is so bad that it put them all the way as the fourth worst team in the NFL. Okay, their uh, Atlanta's offense is better. Atlanta's offense is better. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. That's a good offense. They score points. And that was with, I mean, they fired their coach halfway through the year. Dan Quinn got fired halfway through the year. I mean, they were working with, who was running the show over there? Raheem Morris was running the show over there. They did all of that. And I expect Atlanta to be better than them this year. I do. Carolina has McCaffrey. They got Robbie Anderson. They got DJ Moore. They got weapons and stuff like that. That's cool. But you also have to keep in mind, Deshaun Watson makes a ton of money. Deshaun Watson's going to make $39 million a year when that contract extension kicks in. He's going to be, he's the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He's making stupid money. And Carolina, like, do you really think Carolina is better than Tampa? You think Carolina, like, and I understand why Carolina is doing this. They're going to play the long game. Carolina is going to try and play the long game. They're going to say, all right, listen, we might not be the team that's the favorite this year. But three years from now, when Brady's retired, when Matt Ryan is gone, and clearly after Drew Brees is gone, Drew Brees might be gone this year, and the Saints go into full-blown rebuild mode, We might be the top dog. That's what they're doing. And you can see it, right? If Tampa Bay can't figure it out uh, after Tom Brady, if Atlanta can't figure it out out, uh, after Matt Ryan, I mean, they're banking on Carolina having the brightest future. And I am not certain that that's the case. Especially if you trade three first-round picks and your best player overall on your team for the quarterback that would put you in that theoretical position. I mean, you are throwing away everything. I just don't get it. And Carolina could do it. I I am not going to rule out the possibility that Carolina could do this because they are full-blown committed. They are full-blown committed to Deshaun Watson. But I say this a lot on this show, 
Okay. When you're dealing with quarterbacks that are making that much money or that want to make that much money. Okay. The Cowboys with Dak, uh, Seattle with Russell Wilson. Look at the Steelers this year with Big Ben. I mean, everybody thinks the Steelers are going to absolutely tank because Big Ben's got a $45 million cap hit. When you're dealing with quarterbacks that make this much money, you are playing a dangerous, dangerous game. And think about the position that Carolina is in. I don't necessarily think that they need Deshaun Watson. We're going to cover this a little bit later, too. But Carolina, I actually think, is pretty stable right now. They don't need Deshaun Watson, as great as he is, right? And I think everybody, to an extent, is going to say, oh, well, if you have an opportunity to get Deshaun Watson, yeah, if they drafted Deshaun Watson, yeah, it's great. If they didn't have to give up much to get Deshaun Watson, that's great. If they could sign Deshaun Watson in free agency, that's great. No, this is a trade. You have to pay his contract, and you have to sacrifice assets to get him because Houston isn't going to give him up for nothing. I mean, it's a lot to ask for. It really is. But Carolina is pretty stable right now. We're pretty sure that Matt Rule can coach. I mean, Carolina wasn't that good that uh, last year, but the, the culture was a little bit better, and like you never, you never felt dysfunction with the Panthers. You never felt dysfunction with Carolina. That like you kind of had a feeling that you know what they were, they're young, they're inexperienced, they don't have the right quarterback. Like they just got to, they're building, they got to figure it out. That's it. You never had a feeling that they were like they're not like the Jets, <laughs> right? They're not like Jacksonville. That that just they they can't do anything right they're not they're not like the lions like they i mean they're moving off cam right they're still recovering uh from cam newton not working out later in his career okay they went to the super bowl 2015 after that cam kind of sucked and then that was it and now they're rebuilding and i think it's going pretty well right they they went entirely on defense last year I think once those guys develop and they they gain some experience, their defense could actually be really dangerous. I mean, Carolina has a future. I actually think they do have a good future. But they only have a good future if they have more assets to build. And do you really think, honestly, this is the question that's going to seal the deal for me. If Carolina were to draft a quarterback this year, they were to bring in Justin Fields out of Ohio State bring in somebody like that into the locker room. You don't have to lose Teddy Bridgewater, right? He doesn't have to play right away. Teddy Bridgewater can still play. He can win you some football games, keep you competitive for the most part. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a great guy to learn from, right? He suffered through the worst of the worst, the injury and everything. I, I mean, if there's anybody that's, if there's any quarterback in the league that's faced adversity, it's Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, he's a great guy to learn from great locker room guy. I mean, that's awesome. And you're not paying him a ton of money. You're not killing yourself in salary cap. Do you really think the Carolina would screw up a young kid? They could draft Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or Trey Lance or whatever. And he could flourish there because look with McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore and like, they're going to have a bunch of guys that can really play. I mean, it's not a terrible offensive line. You have a young developing defense. We think that Matt Rule can coach. Why give up assets and cr like give up players, draft picks, everything for Deshaun Watson? As great as he is, you're really jeopardizing your future. I think if you trade for Deshaun Watson and you give all that up, and again, you're probably going to be competitive. You're going to be, you're not going to, the, the Panthers, if they trade for Deshaun Watson, one thing we can be for sure about is they're not going to be bad. They're not going to be bad, at least in the immediate term, at least in the immediate, they'll trade for Deshaun Watson. And I think they will be a nine and seven, 10 and six football team, because with those weapons and that coach, I, I think they could work out, but you're going to, when you're going to start paying guys again. And you got no draft picks to improve your roster and no money. I mean, it's going to get old really fast. It's going to get old really fast. So I think that the Carolina Panthers are in a stable enough position, right? They're in a stable enough position to go out, 
draft a kid, develop him, surround him with all those weapons. I mean, look, there are not a lot of young quarterbacks that are going to uh, that are going to go to a better situation than there are in Carolina. Okay, like there just aren't. You've got two really nice wide receivers. You have quite possibly the best running back in football with a solid offensive line and a good coach that instilled a great culture. And you have a, I mean, look at some of the players on this defense. Okay, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin. Like, these are not scrubs. Dante Jackson. Like, these are not bad players. They're just young, inexperienced. Give them time to develop, and they're going to be nasty. Nasty. And don't expect them to not pile on even more. They're going to draft some more defensive guys. I mean, they're going to do whatever they can to improve that roster next year. I think Carolina gets better next year with a young guy. I I really do. If he plays, yeah, absolutely. Carolina's in a good direction right now. I think that trading for Deshaun Watson throws the monkey wrench into it and kind of disrupts the progress. I think the way to go is draft the quarterback, develop him. Okay, if if you think he's ready to play, play him right away. If he's not, you got Teddy Bridgewater there to bridge the gap and keep building this roster. Carolina's gotten a lot of things right, and I think we're all pretty confident that they could be pretty good. Don't screw it up by making a big splash move that you really, in my eyes, you really don't have to. Uh, Okay. Before we move on, uh, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. So you go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet bet it's that easy thanks to our sponsor american betting experts that is american betting experts uh okay so uh let's move on to this in about 15 minutes or so um i'm going to give you the top five teams that need deshaun watson um and it's a funny list because i don't necessarily think that these teams need Deshaun Watson, but I made top five. And this is really about who's at the top. Okay. This is really about who's at the top. I think that the teams that are at the bottom, you know, they'd benefit at least for a little bit from getting him. I think that there are a lot more teams that need to be cautious about Deshaun Watson than, than you think. I think it's a bad move for more teams than it is, uh, a bad move for more teams than it is good. I really do. Um, so before we get to that, I do want to uh, get into this. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. And I have been brutally honest when it comes to them. Brutally honest. And I think that most of us can agree. Dallas Cowboys are probably going to get Dak Prescott back. They're, they're going to get Dak back, whether it's franchise tag, an extension, whatever. They're going to get Dak back because the reality is, is that the Cowboys don't have that much of an option. Okay. Carson Wentz is off the table. Matt Stafford's off the table. Okay. They're not going and getting Deshaun Watson. Like the Cowboys really don't have that many options when it comes to the quarterback position. They just don't. I don't think that I think all four of the top four quarterbacks in this year's draft, they are likely to go in the top 10 and Dallas is not going by the time Dallas's pick comes up at number 10. They're all going to be gone. I really do believe that there's going to be an urgency for quarterbacks at the top of this year's draft. Um, So the reality is for the Cowboys is that they, they're going to have Dak and they're going to pay Dak an absurd amount of money. And that's just going to be it right there. Um, But here's the thing about this. And this is why, at least in the immediate term, 
the Cowboys paying Dak big money might not kill them. I touched on this a little bit on Friday. This division is terrible. The NFC East got worse after the Carson Wentz trade. Okay, Carson Wentz is out of the division. The Eagles are now starting Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Think about the quarterbacks that are in the NFC East today. The Eagles with Jalen Hurts. The Giants have Daniel Jones. And the Washington football team, as of today, has Taylor Heineke. And we have no idea who is going to be Washington's starting quarterback despite them winning the division this past year. Dallas has Dak Prescott. And as critical as I am of Dak, (laughs) in that group, he's clearly the best. He's clearly the best. Without even an inkling of a question. Without even the slightest bit of doubt, Dak Prescott is Today, the best quarterback in the NFC East by far. It's not even close. Way better than Danny Dimes. He's way better than Jalen Hurts. Period. It, it's it's not close. He's way better than who's a what's it in Washington. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Tex, clearly the best. So, the Cowboys have no excuse. Most people believed that the Dallas Cowboys were the favorite last year in the NFC East. Clearly, they muffed that. Clearly. It was bad coaching. It was bad defense. I mean, it was just the Cowboys were a mess all around last year. They got to win the division this year. (laughs) There's no excuse for them. If the Cowboys, I will go as far to say this, if the Cowboys do not win the division this year, the Cowboys have to fire Mike McCarthy. They have to fire Mike McCarthy. And it should not be a question. There's no reason. Okay, think about this for a minute. Dak Prescott, you can make the argument as a top 10 quarterback. I don't think he is but he certainly is top half of the league. He's probably 12, 13 in my book. Like that, that's where he is among the league. Certainly good enough to make the playoffs and maybe even make a playoff run. And if you have the right roster, he could probably win a Super Bowl. You have the quarterback, right? You have the best wide receiver core I've seen in the NFL. Okay, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb is absolutely, positively insane. Completely out of control. That is a monster trio. You have Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. When healthy, you have one of the best offensive lines in the league. This defense is going to get better under Dan Quinn, in my opinion. There is absolutely zero excuse for the Cowboys to not win the division. They clearly have the best roster of any of these teams. They have the best quarterback. They have the best roster. I'm sorry. I mean, you can go around the division. The Eagles are an absolute mess. They're going to be a a mess for the next five years. Jalen Hurts, I don't think, can play quarterback. They're terrible at wide receiver. Their defense has holes all over it. Not a good roster in Philly. The Giants, the Giants, who I think are probably the closest to possibly winning a division, again, because that defense is at least pretty solid, but Daniel Jones, you have no idea about. Okay, the Giants were one of the worst offensive teams in the entire NFL last year. And Washington, as good as their defense is, as good as their front seven is, they can't score points. They have no consistency at quarterback. I mean, they're a bunch of question marks on that roster, especially offensively. Not a lot of weapons at wide receiver. You're gambling with Antonio Gibson at running back next year. I mean, you have no idea. 
the Cowboys, at least, you've seen these guys before. You know they can play. They clearly have the best quarterback. They shouldn't, right, have a bad coach. Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. I mean, they should be well coached, at least a little bit. Dan Quinn got to a Super Bowl as a head coach, being a defensive guy. He was the defensive coordinator in Seattle with the Legion of Boom. You think that their defense should be improved. I I mean, there's no excuse for the Cowboys this year. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, please, for the love of God, and I'm telling you right now, you got to do this. You have to. Okay? You have to. Because the... You suck at this. Hold your team accountable. Hold your team accountable. I know that you want Dak Prescott to get paid a super-duper amount of money because you like him, but you can't tell me that that's a good decision for the team. Those are the ki- That's the way that you think. Most Cowboy fans think that way. They think that because they like him, okay, they think with this. They don't think with this. You got to think with this in the NFL. Okay, it's way less about this. It's way more about this. You have to. You absolutely have to hold your team accountable. If Mike McCarthy is not doing a good job, speak out. If Dak Prescott is not playing well, speak out. If the front office, if Jerry Jones makes a bad decision, speak out. It's very simple. Do not baby the Cowboys because I got news for you, and I just gave you the reasons why. There is absolutely zero reason why Dallas should not kill this division next year. Honestly, by the pure weakness of their division alone, the Cowboys need to win at least 11 games next year. They got the quarterback. They have the roster. Without a doubt, okay? And if they don't win the division, clean house. Clean house, at least with the coaching staff. McCarthy out. Kellen Moore out. Done. Be done. And here's the sad part is that you kind of feel like they're not going to do it, right? They don't go to the playoffs. Jerry's not going to fire Mike McCarthy. Jerry held on to Jason Garrett for 10 years. Jason Garrett was terrible. Was absolutely terrible. In those 10 years. And what happened? He kept him around for 10 years. And he's going to make the same mistake with Mike. You have a feeling he's going to make the same mistake with Mike McCarthy. So. Hold your team accountable. Okay. Think with your head, not your heart. Make good decisions. This is not hard. You've seen what paying your quarterback does. You've seen that in situations like this, this needs to be urgent. It absolutely needs to be urgent. So, yes. Am I a little fired up? Yeah. I get passionate about my team. (laughs) I just... Like, I, I don't get how some people think. I just don't. Because I've seen, look, I've seen every talk show on television, on the radio. They make their way too early standings predictions and everything like that for next year. Who do you think is going to win the NFC East? I've heard Washington. I've heard New York. I haven't really heard Philly. But the point is, is that I really haven't heard any Dallas either. Why? (laughs) They get the best roster. They have the best quarterback by far. There just isn't a faith in the NFL. Got to regain that faith. There's no reason the Giants should be better than the Cowboys next year. There's no reason that Washington should be better than the Cowboys next year. Absolutely nothing. Philadelphia, absolutely not. Have you seen what they've done? Not even close. This should be easy, easy, easy money for the Dallas Cowboys. And if I'm a betting, if I'm sorry, 
excuse me, if I'm a betting man, I would put money on the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. I'd put money on them winning the, winning, uh, winning the division. Clearly. <sighs> okay. Let's run through this list. So, um, I made a list. Top five teams who need Deshaun Watson. Um, now, again, I think that there are two the two teams uh, at five and four. I think it would be nice for them short term, but long term, it would be a mistake. So, um, again, really, this is a list comprised of five teams, but really, it's about three teams that I think could actually benefit. Um, so here we go. Uh, number five, and these, and, and I also, before I do this, I do want to point out the, this list only is comprised of teams that have been rumored to be in on Deshaun Watson. Therefore, the New Orleans Saints are not on this list. Okay. The New England Patriots are not on this list. So the Steelers are not on this list. So this is only teams that have been comprised that have been rumored to want him. So here we go. Number five, I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins. Now, again, put this into perspective. The Miami Dolphins, I don't necessarily think, uh, uh, I don't necessarily think they need Deshaun Watson. I think that they would benefit in a short-term relationship with Deshaun Watson. They would be able to win a couple of divisions with him. Okay, depending on what they gave up, they still have a decent amount of assets. Um, I think that in the reality of things, they really should stick with Tua because I think Tua is, uh, you know, I think they, they're, they'd they be giving up too early on Tua. But the reality is, is that in, at least in the short term with Deshaun Watson, you're getting an immediate upgrade at quarterback. Okay. He can work better with less. You don't have to provide him with a crazy amount of weapons. Okay. The offensive line is pretty solid. And Brian Flores has that defense playing stout. That is a great defense with a great secondary. Okay, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. I mean, that's a really good secondary. So uh, I think that right now, uh, this is number five. Miami, I think, could beat out Buffalo in the division if they do get Deshaun Watson. The Jets and the Patriots right now are kind of down at the bottom. They're rebuilding. Um, so I think Miami could win a couple of division titles. And again, they get to the playoffs, they're going to be tough to beat because that defense is sick. That defense is sick. And Deshaun Watson's a flat-out winner. So short-term, I think it makes sense for the Dolphins. Long-term, I think you're giving up too early on what Tua could be. And I think that surrounding Tua with a plethora of weapons and talented young players, I think doing that is a huge benefit. You got two first-round picks this year. You could use that on getting him a crazy wide receiver, maybe getting an offensive lineman or a running back or something like that. Okay, go ham on trying to build this roster in front of Tua. That's what I would do, but I, I think it's possible that they go after Deshaun Watson. So uh, Miami is number five. And, and again, in the short term, it makes sense a little bit. Uh, all right, number four, the Carolina Panthers. Now, again, I think Carolina uh is a little bit higher on the list than Miami just simply because their quarterback position is less stable to me. However, like I said before, I really think the Carolina could bring in a kid and develop him and they'd be just fine. I really do. Uh and I think they'd be competitive if they get it right. Plus, if you go long term with Deshaun, especially in this division, it could be a little bit detrimental because you're giving up a bunch of assets. You're not going to have as much money to pay the guys that you want to keep. And you're likely going to lose Christian McCaffrey, who's your best offensive player. So it's just, there's a lot going on there. I think there's a lot to be sacrificed in Carolina's case. So if I'm Carolina, again, I back away a little bit, unless the price gets a little bit more reasonable. Uh, I back away. And again, it, I will say this, the positives is, is that in the short term, you probably are the favorite in the division if Tom Brady retires after this coming season, okay? If Tom Brady retires after this coming season, 
and uh, which is the end of his contract, then Tampa Bay is probably going to regress a little bit because Drew Brees is going to be gone. The Saints are going to go into rebuild mode, and Atlanta is kind of like you. They're rebuilding as well. So Carolina probably would become more stable than the majority of their division. They'd be automatically competitive. But again, it scares me a little bit because I don't want to see them completely blow up their progress. Matt Rule can coach. They've got weapons. I'd hate to see them lose a bunch of those guys because they got to pay Deshaun Watson. And then I think Watson is in a, uh, in a similar situation that he was in in Houston. So Carolina to me is number four. Now, top three teams, these are the teams that I think can actually really benefit from Deshaun Watson. Number three is the New York Jets. Now, I think the Jets could also benefit from just standing pat and not giving up a ton of assets for Deshaun Watson. But the reality is about them is that they have the surplus assets to give up and not lose that much ground. Okay, like I said before, in the next three years, they have five first-round picks. They package three of those picks together or something like that, maybe a later pick or two and a player or something along those lines. I think you get Deshaun Watson and don't lose that much ground. You can still have a, a, a really solid foundation. You can build around him. You have a good GM in, uh, in uh, Joe Douglas. You think Robert Sala can coach, right? Your defense is actually not that bad. I think that right now the Jets could do it. Again, the reason they're not higher is because I just I love the direction of this team. I really do. They have a ton of they have a ton of assets. I think they have a solid quarterback already. I especially love the direction of this team if they keep Sam Darnold. I really do. Um, all the assets in the world they they've got a ton of cap space. They could make a Deshaun Watson trade work work and they would benefit from it. They could go toe to toe with Josh Allen and Buffalo and everything like that. I mean, the Jets could be setting themselves up up for repetitive division titles uh, if they were to bring in Deshaun Watson. Uh, so I think that it is definitely a benefit for the Jets if they were to get him also. The number two pick and a few more assets, and you get Deshaun Watson, you trade Sam Darnold, you get one of those later picks back or something along those lines, and you just you start building from there. Because you know Deshaun Watson can play. I think he's a top four quarterback in the NFL. So if you're the New York Jets, pull the trigger if the price is not completely out of hand. So the Jets right now are number three. Number two, I'm going to say the Chicago Bears. Now, the Bears, to me, are in a position where they need a quarterback, and that would solve a lot of their issues. I think that Matt Nagy can really coach. I think he made Mitch Trubisky look a lot better than he deserved over the past number of years. I think that the offensive weapons there are not terrible. They should look into re-signing Allen Robinson. I think he was really valuable to them. Uh, David Montgomery is bursting onto the scene as a nice running back in the NFL. Look, if you're the Bears, and we all kind of all thought this, the Bears are one of those teams where if they had just gotten quarterback right, they didn't screw up the Mitch Trubisky pick. I mean, we're talking about them as a perennial playoff team, and it's not even close. Because that defense is stout. They've got pass rushers. Khalil Mack is one of the best defensive players in the whole league, right? Roquan Smith is one of the best middle linebackers in the whole league. Eddie Jackson, guys like Kyle Fuller, Robert Quinn, Akeem Hicks. They've got crazy good defensive players. That's a defense. That's a playoff defense, without a doubt. Probably a top five defense in the NFL. Uh, if you get that offense to take off some of the burden and get Deshaun Watson in there, I mean, I, I think the possibilities are endless there. I really do. They could win a Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Again, it all depends on what they would give up, right? So they gave up a player or two, uh, probably just a player and a bunch of draft picks. They'd be making a big sacrifice here. But keep in mind, you are getting Deshaun Watson, and you all you pretty much have a ready-made roster. You really do. Just draft well in the later rounds, right? Second, third round, draft well. And you're going to have a filled-out roster with a bunch of good players. Uh, so the Bears, to me, are number two. Number one is not even close. 
for me. This is the team that should trade for Deshaun Watson. That is the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos need to trade for Deshaun Watson. Okay. Reason being, and this is the primary reason why, because the AFC West is the best quarterback division in the NFL. It is. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. That's really, really good. I think they've got three of the top 11 quarterbacks in the NFL just right there. The Broncos are the only team in that division that are unsure at quarterback, in my eyes. Everybody else has their answer. And I think that Denver has a roster that is playoff ready. I think their defense is good enough. I think they've got weapons up the wazoo, right? Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay in the backfield. They have a solid offensive line. Garrett Bowles showed out as their starting left tackle last year. I think they've got it figured out. I really do. That's a good offense. Deshaun Watson and that offense would be absolutely dangerous. Dangerous, without a doubt. And that puts the Broncos in the thick of the division. Okay, could they win a game or two in there? But if they don't have that quarterback that can carry them further, I mean, they are going to be notoriously in last place in that division for a while unless they get quarterback right. Keep this in mind. They're picking ninth in the draft this year. By the time their pick comes, there might there might not be a quarterback available. And even if there is a quarterback available, they got to develop them. They got to do all of that. Like if they get Trey Lance at a North Dakota State, he's not ready made to play right away. I love the kid. I think he's going to be really good. But he's not going to be ready made to play. You're going to have to develop him. You're going to have to have somebody in there to start ahead of him, right? Probably it'll end up being Drew Locke because he's the guy you have. I mean, if I'm Denver, I have to compete in that division because, and it's not like these are veterans. Justin Herbert's going to be a charger for a long time. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a, a Kansas City Chief until the day he dies, right? The Raiders may eventually move off Derek Carr, but at least for the time being, he's really good. I think he's really good at least. So to me, simple answer. The team that needs Deshaun Watson the most is clearly the Denver Broncos. They need to get Deshaun Watson in their building. Leadership, talent. I think they go from having the worst quarterback in their division to the second best quarterback in their division. And they're com- they are in the hunt for their division every single year. Okay, for however long. And I think, again, they are good enough at drafting, especially position players, to surround him with a solid roster. I think it's easy for me. Deshaun Watson's best fit, and I think the most exciting fit, would be the Denver Broncos. So here's the list. Five to one. Who needs Deshaun Watson the most? Miami at five. Carolina at four. Like I said, I think that would do a little bit more harm than good. Um, Number three is the New York Jets. Number two, the Chicago Bears. And number one is the Denver Broncos. I think it's so clear that Denver is the team that would benefit the most from getting Deshaun Watson. I mean, think about that. Think about like how exciting that division would be every single year. You got Mahomes, Watson, Herbert, and Carr in that division. I mean, that's going to be a shootout. Those division games, they're going to air a ton of those division games nationally televised every single That's going to be a shootout division. I mean, that's that would be incredible. I mean, think about it. Denver gives up three first-round picks. They give up one of their running backs, right? Melvin Gordon or Phillip Lindsay or whatever. They give up one of those guys. Maybe they give up a later draft pick. You get Deshaun Watson, and boom! They, I mean, that's a playoff team. Denver, we thought Denver last year with Drew Locke was a potential playoff team. You bring Deshaun Watson into the mix, I mean, they're almost a shoo-in for the playoff. That would be an incredible division to watch. Uh, okay, we hit on plenty today. Uh, you got us every Monday and Friday from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern live on the Landry Football Twitch channel. Um, 
I posted on social media after the show is done. You can also see in the archives. So again, Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It's great to have you in. We will see you on Friday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.